0: Welcome back to this this episode of Riding the Wall. I'll get a little tongue-tied already? That's not good, right? But welcome to this episode of Riding the Wall. Um, and we're gonna do things a little bit differently this week. Uh, our boy Justin's not in here for this episode. He had had a long week. He got with me earlier today and said, "Hey, I'm not gonna be able to make it." So uh, we got got my son Eric. He is my well, I say my. He's our tech man. He is our, uh, internet guy, our internet guru. He's the one that put together the website, ridingthewall.com. He is the one that puts together all the, uh, the standings, the, uh, the points. So when people get fussy about the points not being in there on time, he's the one that, uh,
1: yeah, be me. <laughs>
0: he's the one that I got a text and say, Hey, Earl's getting fussy. Uh, but no, I'm just kidding. They don't get fussy <laughs> yeah. about it, but, uh earl does from time to that's time okay. but that's just earl. when you meet earl you'll understand <laughs> yeah yeah he's he's uh he's his own he's his own uh he's a little different but he's a good guy yeah but uh so with with eric being in in the um on this podcast today he's he's learning the racing and i know he's mm-hmm. been in he's sat in on a podcast before um i don't know you know some of you may have listened to that podcast some of you may not have but he's he's a young man he's just starting his family he's got two two young beautiful daughters my granddaughters and Mm -hmm. um he's learning the racing stuff he's learning the nascar part of racing Um, Mm -hmm. he's familiar with the local dirt tracks and stuff like that because you know you remember going as Mm -hmm. as a kid when i was doing it all the time um so he knows that part of it but He's learning the NASCAR world and the NASCAR drivers and some of the rules and things like that. So it's interesting to get his perspective from somebody who's kind of new-ish to the NASCAR world. So... We're gonna get your perspective on some of this. Okay. You all right with that?
1: That sounds good. I got some biases for no reason, just because.
0: Oh, that's okay. We love to hear that. <laughs> for no kind of explanation, stuff. <laughs> just because it's
1: just how I feel. But well, well that's see. what we like to hear. <laughs> yeah, <you know?
0: laughs> we like to hear you know the questions that yeah. that I'm gonna call you a newbie. I know you're not mm. really a newbie, but uh, well,
1: I'm a newbie to the new drivers. Because yeah, well, that's yeah. what we want to hear. We want to hear yeah. that,
0: the perspective of of a newbie. Um, that sounds good to me. I'm gonna I'm gonna get my. Friday relaxation medication opened up here and started. (laughs) So, um, well, let's just start off with with Darlington. I know we're recording this on Friday. Darlington seems like two weeks ago, but Mm -hmm. um, what did you catch of the Darlington race, if anything?
1: Uh, I just caught the highlights, but I saw, you know, Bell started on pole, had some issues pit lane issues and just all downhill after that yeah
0: he's had some bad luck with with the pits yeah and yeah. they gave him a better pit crew if you can believe that <laughs> no I just... so what they did <laughs> what they did with uh with bell's pit crew he had kind of a rough pit crew all season mm-hmm. it's giving him fits right and his teammate ty gibbs
1: mm-hmm.
0: he's had one of the best pit crews
1: mm-hmm. in
0: the whole in all of nascar right i think they were the third best overall so when Ty Gibbs didn't make the playoffs and Christopher Bell did, they said, "Hey, let's give Bell the better,
1: that makes the sense, better yeah. pit
0: crew. That way, it increases his chances during the playoffs. And since Ty Gibbs isn't in it, he's going to get the, the lesser of the yeah. of the crew. So that's that's kind of why they swap. And mm-hmm. you know, I completely understand. and I'm yeah. all for that. If I'm if I'm the team owner, I'm going to do the same yeah, thing. And I'm going to give every yeah. driver the best chance I can. Right." so yeah he had some pit crew uh some pit stop issues Mm -hmm. um i'll tell you somebody else who had a pit stop issue is kevin harvick and i know that's going to be a sore spot with with our boy justin he's a big kevin harvick fan (laughs) um but it was just really it was just a a victim of circumstance really i mean he he was already committed
1: i saw that Um, where he was already going in and then newman or whoever spun and Mm-hmm. put out a caution. Yeah, I don't
0: something. know what Reddick was doing. I think Reddick yeah. was running first or second at the time, might have been winning the race. And then I think he was slowing down to try to pit, and then he realized it was too late. But by then he's going so slow on the track. Yeah, it looked
1: like Newman was just flying.
0: Newman was hauling <laughs> around there because he had no intentions mm-hmm. of pitting or slowing down. And he. And yeah. then I guess he seen Reddick, and he slammed on the brakes, spun it out.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And by that time, Harvick was already down low. He was committed uh, there was a couple people behind. I think it was Byron and maybe Truex that was behind Harvick, that was far enough back that they were able to swerve back out on mm-hmm. the track to avoid getting any, any issues. There, yeah. But Harvick was already down there so low, and and um, <clears throat> what you may notice, and I don't know if you've seen it on on the highlight that you watch, but there is a commitment box. That's what they call it. It's like a it's an orange square mm-hmm. that they paint on the uh, track. And once you are to the inside of that commitment box, you're locked into making a pit stop. Mm -hmm. You cannot come back out. Even if, like, had Harvick seen that and they said, don't pit, don't pit, and he swerved real hard right to get back on the track, I think if if you're in that situation, and and this is the way I remember the rule, I I might not be Mm -hmm. 100% correct, but if you hit that commitment box with your left side tires only like let's say you straddle it and your right side tires are to the right of the commitment box but your left side tires are to the left of the commitment box right so it's you straddle it Mm -hmm. i think you're okay to go back on the track no no issues no penalties but if your right side tires touch that penalty square Mm -hmm. in any way then you'll get a penalty for for Mm. committing and then going back out on the track if I think that's the way it goes. I think your left side can can uh, hit it or or straddle it, whatever. Mm-hmm. But he didn't even try to do that. He was just he was already committed. He probably just did the right thing and just went on yeah. to the pits. And but what he really made a mistake was he stopped in the pits at the time because as soon as the yellow flag comes out, pit road is closed. You're not allowed to come into the pits, at least for a couple laps. You know to uh, so they get everything out on the track straightened up and mm-hmm. pit crews are ready and then they all come in but um had he just drove through the pits and come back out on the track he would have had no penalty but since he was already in there he went ahead and stopped and that's where he got his penalty where he had to go mm-hmm. back to the back um i know there's a lot of kevin harvick fans out there that are mad about that mm-hmm. um but it's just a victim of circumstance to start yeah. off with and then he kind of dug his own hole when he ended up stopping yeah um, and I really wanted to see Kevin Harvick do pretty good, maybe win one or two. I mean, he could win all the races and I'd be perfectly fine with that. But, uh, he did kind of shoot himself in the foot there a little bit on that one, Yeah. which is unfortunate. Like I said, there's, there's a lot of people that are not Harvick fans are, are rooting for the guy right now. So,
1: mm-hmm.
0: um, what else happened at Darlington? Um, Oh, the big wreck, the Bowman Suarez wreck. Mm-hmm. Um, that was that was pretty interesting you know um i think bowman got a little bit aggressive on his blocking Mm -hmm. just because um i mean he 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 dove down low to block suarez because suarez had a run on him he was going to get around him Mm -hmm. and i don't blame him for trying to block that but at the same time you have to know when to give up on the block and let the guy go Mm -hmm. and he really didn't do that but at the same time, he was also trying to get back up high on the track so he could make that turn and make it a clean turn, you know, and, and yeah. without hitting hitting the wall, swerving you know, getting himself out of control and uh, losing it. But Suarez had so much of a run, he just had to push him out of the way, and mm-hmm. then they both got collected. So it wasn't wasn't a good deal for either one of them.
1: Mm-hmm. But um,
0: that's pretty much Darlington in a nutshell.
1: Yeah. Other than the winner, but yeah. Larson.
0: Larson wins. Wins again. Mm. You know, I'm I'm fine with that. I'm a big Larson fan. Mm. You know, that's his third points race of the year. Plus, he won the all-star race. So, it gives him a total of four wins. Um, and Chevys usually do pretty good at Darlington. You know, it's mm-hmm. Darlington's a Chevy track, as we all know. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> i know hr gets fussy at me every time i say that every track for you is a chevy track well they are because chevy wins at all of them yeah you know, so but now i say that it's a little running joke that we have i always mm-hmm. say every track is a chevy track but except this week i'm not going to say that this week we're going to kansas and that is not really been a chevy track it's pretty much been a toyota track and i think it's going to stay that way mm-hmm. we're going to talk about that in just a minute but uh what else from Darlington that you remember that you might want to talk about?
1: Um, not much. I just remember seeing Bubba spin, but somehow he was <laughs> back in the front again. Yeah. Um, and then <clears throat> Hamlin. Uh, he got collected in a wreck a little bit, didn't he, Some at some point?
0: Yeah, he got involved in something. I don't really remember exactly what Hamlin... Mm-hmm. Um, Did he have a? I just
1: remember someone reckoning he, he kind of barely clipped somebody going through, but I don't know. Because mm. I just remember seeing him towards the front. Well, I remember him having to go to the then... back.
0: Yeah, he was fast. Yeah, he was ridiculously fast, mm-hmm. and he. I can't remember if he got caught up in an accident or if he had some issues on pit road. I think he was on. I think he was on pit road. He was had it? something happen to him on pit road, and he had to go. He lost a lot of track positions, mm-hmm. or something but after that he came up and he was driving like a, a man on a mission i mean he was just hauling <laughs> mm-hmm. after that and i'm surprised he didn't make it farther up there than what he did mm-hmm. but um you know reddick finished second chastain surprised me because mm-hmm. ross chastain was top five yeah i think he finished fifth mm-hmm. and um uh, he was running back there in the back all day. You know, he started in the back. I think he started like 27th. He didn't, he didn't do anything on the, uh, the first stage. I think he went a lap down, in the first stage. Got his lap back at the stage break, and then, slowly worked his way up from there.
1: That's what happens when you have a Chevy.
0: Yeah, yeah. You you got the power. You can make your way up front. Right there. See, folks, that's yeah. parenting done <laughs> right. Right there. <laughs> But uh, not a whole lot really to talk about with Darlington. Um, it's always a good race, especially mm-hmm. the night race, the the Labor Day weekend race. It's always exciting. Darlington's always a fast track you know you' seeing these guys just riding so close to the wall, which mm-hmm. you know it, it bodes well for this podcast because yeah. they're riding the wall yeah. you know but um, you know they're riding so close to that wall that you can't even put a piece yeah, of paper it is between cool the to car. see wall
1: up there at that. So
0: close, just... And sometimes that car is just scraping the wall mm-hmm. and, and they're just still hammered down. You yeah. know, that's just you don't see that a lot. Yeah. So when you can see a few drivers like Larson and, and Reddick who are comfortable up there on that mm-hmm. wall, just doing that kind of thing is I think that's amazing. Yeah, amazing cool to watch. To see, I couldn't imagine sure. being in that car and having that feeling of, of doing that, you yeah, know. Yeah,
1: every lap going yeah. that fast. I mean you're inch like a couple inches from that wall.
0: It's crazy. Yeah, and that and and you're just so all much faster around. than these other guys cuz yeah. you're on that wall. Just you got that momentum carrying you around. Mm-hmm. Um That's really all I've got to talk about with Darlington. Yeah. We're going to look ahead, you know. Um you know, some things that happened this week. Uh, we talked a couple of weeks ago about Hamlin was flirting with Ford mm-hmm. for a while, and I don't blame him. Um, like I said, he, he watched the Kyle Bush issue last year, and he, he seen Kyle just waiting and waiting and waiting for Grandpa Joe to, to sign a contract, and he never did, which left Kyle Bush kind of scrambling at the last mm-hmm. minute for a ride. And I, I, I think Kyle Bush is, is going to be fine where he landed, um, as we all thought he would. But uh, I don't think Hamlin was going to wait around that long. You know, as long as yeah. there wasn't a contract to be signed, he was going to start looking on his own. You know, he's mm-hmm. he's got a team that he's got to think about with twenty three yeah. X I. He's got his own seat to, to worry about, and his own paycheck and mouths to feed and all that stuff. So he mm-hmm. wasn't going to wait for Grandpa yeah. Joe. So he started flirt- flirting with Ford. Um, and you know, they never really said Ford or Hamlin never really said how far they got into the talks, but I'm sure I'm sure things were already drawn up, ready to sign hmm um i'm sure ford was eager to scoop that up uh they just never got the chance that kind of denny forced grandpa joe's hand yeah. to make him get him a contract because yeah. he he let him see hey if you don't want to sign me i got a whole manufacturer over here that will yeah so <laughs> i think that kind of put a little boot to grandpa joe's butt to get it done and get it done early yeah. so but he he signed a multi-year deal with JGR, so he's gonna stay there for I don't know. I don't think they've announced how many year it was. They just said it was a multi-year deal, so he'll be there probably for probably till he retires, because mm. uh, he's he's getting up there. I yeah. think he's gonna be one of the. Well, I'm not gonna say he's gonna be the next big name to retire, but uh, he's he's just a few years away from that. So, mm-hmm. but along with him signing with JGR, that's gonna keep twenty three XI in Toyota's too, so that. Uh, you know that's that's kind of a big deal. That's 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 a big contract to to get mm-hmm. you know sealed, delivered. Yeah. You know it's done. Mm-hmm. Um, because that would have been at least three drivers going from Toyota to Ford. Yeah. If that had happened, but it didn't. So we're gonna stay all the same on that front. Um, so that rumor is now squashed. Um, Another big thing we had this week was John Hunter Nemechek signed with, uh uh-oh, got the guard dog out there. He sees something.
1: (laughs) He's not happy.
0: Yeah, he's not happy. He signed with um, Legacy Motor Club, so he's going to take over the seat that Noah Gregson was in with the 42 car. Mm -hmm. With them going to Toyota, I think it was just a matter of time before John Hunter's name got called up. Yeah. <clears throat> Excuse me. He's a pretty good driver, mm-hmm. um, and um, I think he's going to end up winning the Xfinity Series championship. Probably. I think. I think they're wrapping their last races tonight at Kansas. Um, so we're recording this on Friday, and um, I think the. No, no, no. Hold on here. I might be thinking wrong. I might have some stuff uh, mixed up. Let me see. Yeah. For some reason, I was thinking... I was thinking he was driving a truck, but maybe he... He's Xfinity. That's what I thought. That's what I thought. Yeah, he's he's going to be wrapping up the regular season Xfinity championship probably tomorrow. I think they're racing tomorrow. Um, so that'll be interesting. I mean, I'm kind of expecting that. If yeah. you don't win it, it's going to be a surprise to me.
1: Yeah, he's so, been fast and winning a lot this year. So
0: Yeah, and if you ever want to play a drinking game and you're watching a race you know especially an xfinity race maybe a nascar race next year take a drink every time they say john hunter neemechek you'll be drunk after about 15 laps <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> yeah i mean there's there's just there's some drivers that they say their name a lot but john hunter neemechek just seems to be said
1: hmm.
0: all the time so yeah it's just something that uh, something that i've learned to do this year yeah, yeah. <laughs> every time they say john hunter neemechek take a drink yeah. see how long it takes won't take long, mm-hmm. but yeah, he signed a deal mm-hmm. with Legacy, so he's going to be in the forty-two car next year. That's going to be interesting. I think he's going to be. He could be posting results about like what Ty Gibbs is this probably this year, and that's kind of what I expect. Mm-hmm. Um, that's really all the the contract signings and stuff that I know about mm-hmm. this week. I mean, there may be some smaller stuff that I haven't heard, but. Um, Uh-oh. I got HR texting me now. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. He's on me already. Don't worry, HR. We're going to get it. Um, so that leaves us with a Kansas preview. You now we got the news and rumors and all that stuff out of the way. Darlington look back. What do you think about Kansas? Have you seen them race at Kansas yet? I have not seen them race at Kansas. Okay. Well, let me tell you, Kansas it's a mile and a half track Mm -hmm. it's shaped like daytona only a little bit smaller right so and years ago i'm talking 10 15 years ago they had a lot of tracks on the schedule that looked just like kansas Mm -hmm. kansas vegas texas kentucky cookie
1: cutter track The cookie cutter track
0: yes that's exactly what because all these new tracks that they kept building were the same exact track Mm -hmm. and it got to a point where the racing kind of got dull kind of got stale at those tracks and then so that's why they kind of went away from them, mm-hmm. but there's still a few left on the schedule with Vegas and Kansas and uh, and Texas, so we still have a few. And I think I think Kansas is probably one of the most exciting cookie cutter tracks mm-hmm. that we have. Um, especially the last few races have been nothing but excitement,
1: mm-hmm.
0: uh, drama filled, you know. Um, and one thing that you can count on is that the Toyotas are going to be fast. The Toyotas are tough to beat. I mean, well, this happens all the time. You get Fords. Some tracks, Fords are very fast and a Mm -hmm. Chevy's going to sneak in there and get a win like at at the super speedways. Fords are super fast on Daytona and Talladega. (laughs)
1: Mm
0: -hmm. They qualify fast. They race fast. There's a lot that finish up the front, up in the front, but then there's always seems to be a Chevy that sneaks their way in and gets a win. You know, a Larson yeah. or a Kyle Busch or something like that. And that could be what happens this week at, at Kansas because I totally expect the Toyotas to run super fast, mm-hmm. but there could be a couple of uh, Chevys that could e- eke out the win there. Yeah. So um, I expect it to be some close racing. It's going to be super fast. It's going to be an exciting race.
1: hmm
0: And when I think of Toyota... Or, I'm sorry. I'm looking at words. and trying to think <laughs> of something different. But when I think of Kansas, I think of the Toyotas. I think of Reddick, Hamlin, Bubba. Um, those guys are just fast. Mm-hmm. They've been proven to be fast quite often at Kansas. Tough to beat. You know, so... It it's gonna be interesting, and 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 now with this new car and and the way some of these guys are coming up late in the season, they're making a a surge towards the end of the year. There's gonna be some guys that might have something to say about it as far as who wins this race. Mm -hmm. That's not a Toyota. Yeah. Um. So have you been looking into any of this? Have you been kind of reading up on on kansas or anything like that like who might be a favorite Mm -hmm. who might be a dark horse or what do you think well from watching with toyota's being fast Mm -hmm. there's
1: one guy who's in the toyota who's in the front every week denny hamlin
0: hard to beat he is gonna be tough to beat Mm -hmm. he won there in the spring race this year oh did he yeah Yeah. Yeah. he won in spring he's got a few kansas wins under his belt Mm -hmm. so you're right on the money there with hamlin he just seems like he's fast
1: every week, no mm-hmm. matter where you put him
0: in. Yeah, and I think he has a really good chance to win this race, as long as mm-hmm. he doesn't get into any trouble in the pits. Yeah, That seems to yeah. be his Achilles heel right now is is the pits. You yeah, know, He can be running really good. I kept picking him for the past two years in my fantasy stuff. I would pick Denny Hamlin at Darlington because he just – he was always there, mm-hmm. and then, but every time it seemed like he's right up front, ready to win. Then he has something go on in the pits, mm-hmm. and it just took a win away from him. I mean, yeah. this year, earlier this year, he got his fiftieth win. It might have been at the spring Kansas race. He got his fiftieth win of his career, but he would probably have at least close to sixty wins if it wouldn't be for stupid mishaps in the pits. You yeah. know, easily preventable stuff. He'd probably be closer to sixty. So I, I think you're right on the money with Hamlin mm-hmm. this weekend. Um, do you have any? Do you have any dark horses that you might think are not really, not really people that you hear about, but people that you think might be able to win, or people, you know, from what you've seen and, and
1: well read about. Harvick needs to get a
0: win. I agree. with He that. really
1: needs to get a win. Yeah. So he might just go to pull it off, but I'd like to see him he get needs away. to get one before he retires. So he's gonna be every race is another race he can't Yeah. Another opportunity miss, so he's gonna have to
0: Mhm. I agree trying. with that. I would I would like to see Kevin get a get a win yeah. before he before he hangs up the helmet. mm mm-hmm. Mhm. Um I'm gonna say as far as a dark horse, I don't know how much of a real dark horse this guy is. Is uh chris Buescher, watch out for that guy man he's mm. i mean of the past six races he's won three of
1: them yeah he is fast <laughs> and last week
0: he was right there yeah. he finished third mm-hmm. you know so even on these tracks that he doesn't really do good you know in the past he's you know what i'm trying to say is these tracks that he doesn't really do good in the past he's starting to really finish towards the front of these tracks now mm-hmm. so um Whatever they're doing, and he drives a Ford, mm-hmm. and he drives it, Brad Keselowski. as his teammate, right? So they both yeah. drive for RFK, Roush-Fenway-Keselowski Racing. Yeah. Whatever they've done, they figured something out because yeah. them two guys are running up front every week. So I would not be surprised if both of them guys are yeah. towards the front they're always... here at Kansas. Yeah. You know, Traditionally, they're not people that you think of running up front at Kansas, but this week...
1: They've got something figured out this year. In those They've cars. got something
0: going on, so I would not be surprised mm-hmm. for one or both yeah. of those guys to be up front. Um, like you said, Harvick is a good pick for a dark horse. Him and, and he's kind of a dark horse everywhere we go, except for a road course. Yeah, he's not good at road <laughs> courses, <laughs> and we're not good at dirt. You know, yeah. I mean, it's, he can't do good. He cusses dirt the whole time he's driving around it. You know, he just does not like it. Yeah, he's very vocal about that. But everywhere else. If it's a circle, somewhat of a circle, yeah. Kevin Harvick has a chance to win. There you go, yeah. um, and, you know, Chase Elliott. Wouldn't surprise me with a Chase Elliott just because now that he's got the monkey off his back of the, not yeah. making the playoffs, now he can relax and just race. Yeah. He may be somebody. I mean, I know he's in a Chevy, not in a Toyota, but, you know, like I said, there's a few Chevys that mm-hmm. that could sneak their way up to the front. Kyle Larson is always good at Kansas. He's a good, good pick. Kyle Busch, same thing. You know, there's two more Chevys that could do something. And Ross Chastain, he's he's been kind of sneaking up there. Um, and I know he hasn't really done anything since the Darlington Spring race when Big Rick got mad and yelled at him. He got yeah. in trouble, had put him in time out there a little bit, he hasn't really done anything. But now that the playoffs are here, he's kind of turning it up. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, he, like I said last week at Darlington, started 27th, ran yeah. in the back most of the race, and t- come back finished fifth. So Yeah i would look for him to do something decent at kansas but uh you know outside of them fords and chevys watch out for reddick truex bubba denny mm-hmm. i wouldn't even be surprised if ty gibbs is right up there in the middle of all that too <laughs> yeah. so yeah. any any toyota on the track there's six of them six mm-hmm. toyotas i would not be surprised if all six of them were up front yeah you, at any point in time you could have six out of the top ten be a toyota so um just something to watch out for yeah um so some of the things that we've been keeping track of i don't know if you know what we're keeping track of but we're keeping track of the wind totals Mm -hmm. we got chevy toyota ford right now we're sitting in chevy with 14 toyota with seven ford's catching them with six Mm -hmm. um you know for a long time we just went stale with chevy they they jumped out there to like 12 quick yeah and then they just stalled out,
1: mm-hmm.
0: but um, but they got another one last week with Larson puts them up to fourteen. Yeah, and uh, there you can see on the big board there at the bottom, me and Justin made a prediction. This was a few weeks ago. I don't remember. Well, it might have been like six weeks ago. We made this prediction of how many wins will Ford have at the end of the year. Yeah. And, of course, I said four, and I've, I've lost that <laughs> already. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Justin said six. He's right on the money right now. Mm-hmm. And then last week or two weeks ago, he said Ford is going to win five of the last ten races. What do you think about that?
1: Five of the last ten?
0: Yeah.
1: I mean, unless Busher keeps doing what he's doing, <laughs> yeah. it might be. But... It's, that's a it's ballsy, a stretch. <laughs> that's kind of a ballsy prediction. It five is a out stretch, of ten yeah. when
0: it took them the whole year just to get yeah. five. Yeah, actually, it took them the whole year to get the third. Yeah, because <laughs> they jumped out to two and then they stalled out. They didn't get another win forever, it felt like. Mm
1: hmm.
0: And just kept being Chevy, 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 and then a Toyota, and then a Toyota, and then a Chevy, Chevy, Chevy. But yeah, took them forever, but now they're getting it figured out. And yeah, but we'll see if he's see if he comes through on that. Um. I don't really know what what else to say about Kansas other than watch out for the Toyotas. Mm -hmm. Keep an eye on a few Chevys. You may have some some racing deals. I think we're going to see one or two good wrecks that's going to... Yeah. And I don't remember. I think it was at Vegas last year when we had the whole Bubba Larson issue when they were fighting down there in the grass. Mm-hmm. I know you've seen that. You've had to have seen that. I've,
1: I've heard about it. I haven't you haven't seen, seen that? It. I haven't seen that.
0: Oh, you need to Google that. You need to go, <laughs> go to YouTube and, and uh, mm-hmm. look up Larson versus Bubba. It'll okay. come up.
1: I'll, i i got to look that up. Yeah,
0: Because uh, they were racing pretty tight. Larson was on the inside. They were coming up on the dog leg. You know what the dog leg part of the track is? Have you ever uh, heard that phrase before? Which track? I think it was at Vegas that Vegas, this happened. But know, Vegas okay. is the same... It's a mile and a half. It's a cookie cutter. It is looks it just, just that
1: like... straightest part on the front stretch there?
0: Well, it's it... kind of. It's uh, you got you got turns three and four. You know, you got the back stretch, then you yep. got three and four coming around. Then you have a little short stretch, and then it has a little what they call a dog leg. Hmm. It has a little bit of a turn, and then you have another little bit of a straight, and that's where the flag stand is. Okay, I know
1: what you're and talking then you have
0: about. another little dog leg.
1: Yeah.
0: Another little short shoot. And then you go into turns one and two. Mm -hmm. Okay, so on this, around them dog legs and them short chutes is where they go into the pits. So you have pit road, if you're looking at it from like an aerial view, Mm -hmm. you have pit road, but um, extending... uh Uh-oh, I hear the girls there. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, They're making their presence known, ain't they? Yeah. (laughs) Um, But if you're looking at aerial view, you got pit road and then them dog legs are the drivers you know, the the track is coming around, instead of making a complete circle, it just puts a couple little dog legs in there and um, but if you can picture what Daytona or Talladega looks like, it's pretty much the same thing Mm. on a smaller scale. Yeah. Yeah. You know. Um, but they were they were racing and Larson was on the inside, Bubba was on the outside. And Larson ran him ran him hard, ran him tight. Mm -hmm. And he pushed him towards the wall. He didn't make contact, but it was very close. Mm-hmm. Um, and and that's what he's supposed to do as a driver. He's supposed yeah. to make the other driver have a tough decision. He's supposed to put him into a position to force the other guy to lift.
1: Yeah.
0: And if the other guy don't lift, it could be a bad scenario for that guy, mm-hmm. right? No matter yeah. who that other guy is. And in this case, it just happened to be Bubba. Yeah. And And Bubba didn't lift. I don't blame him, but in that situation he probably should have.
1: yeah
0: and I think but I think he would have been all right had he not lifted. So he's seen how close Larson was and I don't know what he's thinking. I, I think he thought maybe Larson was coming up towards him and when he did he kind of he swerved to the right mm. while well, the wall was there. He was right yeah. on the wall. So he hit the wall, he bounces off the wall. Larson still at this point never makes contact. Well, Bubba, some, Bubba gets mad, mm. and he got mad at Larson, drove down, chased Larson down the track, right rear hooked him, Larson comes up, hits the wall, I think he ended up collecting Christopher Bell in that wreck, whole big scenario, and Bubba mm. gets pissed off, he gets out of the car, he goes down, he starts shoving on Larson,
1: yeah.
0: I thought he was going to punch Larson, um, and Bubba's a big boy, he's probably... I don't know. I don't. I've never stood next to Bubba. He's probably six one. Mm. He's a good sized boy. Yeah. Larson is not. He's not a big boy. Mm. Larson is. He's he's a short guy. Um. So he he wasn't gonna fight, and he's yeah. he admits that. He's like, I'm not gonna fight nobody. You know what? Look at me. I'm not a big guy. What am I <laughs> yeah. gonna do? You know. Yeah. <laughs> he goes. My best defense is running. So <laughs> so he wasn't gonna fight, but you know Bubba ended up pushing him and. But that kind of thing has happened two or three different times with different drivers on these kinds of tracks. Mm-hmm. So I, I would expect to see that again this week. I don't know if it'd be the same two drivers. I'm would say it'd be different drivers, but it'll be something interesting to watch. Yeah. So, yeah. Um. That's what I would look for at Kansas. Mm-hmm. Who do you Who do you think, with what you know about NASCAR and who you know about NASCAR? If you had to pick a driver, who would you pick? For, would you stick with Hamlin, or would, for
1: Kansas specifically? Yes,
0: for Kansas specifically.
1: Probably stick with Hamlin. Just like I said, he's been fast every week. He's always in the front. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's gonna be hard to beat him. But yeah,
0: I'm taking know. I'm taking my fantasy stuff out of this. Uh huh. If I just had to pick with my with my gut and what I know about Kansas and these drivers, I would say watch out for Kyle Larson. But at the same time, Kyle Larson just won last week yeah, at Darlington, he so he can kind of take it easy. easy I mean, I know he's not go- going to because that's just not how he does. But yeah. he's still got playoff points and, and uh, stage points to go after. Yeah. You know, so to help him in the next round, he don't need the win, but he's going to go after them stage points. So. Yeah. For that reason alone, I say he may not win. Mm-hmm. You know, um, but you never know. Yeah. So. Well, let's get into some of this fantasy stuff. Not really a whole lot to talk about. I'm just gonna kind of reel off some, mm-hmm. some, some names and some picks that I see kind of stand out to me. hmm Well, I, I'm, I'm gonna start with you. Okay. You know, you've been you've been putting together this fantasy stuff, and you've been keeping mm. track of our our drivers and our picks and the points, and you see yeah. who's rising and who's falling and stuff like that. Is there anything that stands out to you as far as these picks? These picks this week? Yeah.
1: Hmm. Well, a lot of toy uh, a lot of Toyotas.
0: Mm-hmm. There's a lot of Denny Hamlin picks. There's a out lot there of Denny
1: Hamlin point. picks. A lot of Gibbs drivers. Yeah. Um, only if but everything else well I was going to say everything else was a Chevy but there's a few Fords in there too but yeah a lot of Toyotas a lot of Gibbs
0: yeah I see now I know we give Hunter a hard time on this on this podcast because I don't know if you know it or not but Hunter has an almanac just Mm -hmm. like the Back to the Future you know Marty McFly the almanac he has this almanac (laughs) Yeah, he picked a winner last week. He kind of—I think he—he he put the almanac down he for did, a few weeks. He did until the playoffs started. So that way it may look realistic. and yeah. you know he loses a few spots, and yeah. then all of a sudden the playoffs come, points get reset. What do you know? Hunter wins again. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So he has dusted off the almanac, and he goes one for one in the playoffs. He's already won. He started with six points. He still has six points, but this week he has picked Chase Elliott
1: it has got one of your dark horses on there.
0: Yeah, that is one of my dark horses. That's kind of a surprising pick. He's the only one with him. The only Chase Elliott pick on the board by the guy with the almanac. We're going to see what happens with that. That's something to keep an eye on right there. That might be a telltale (laughs) sign
1: if he really has it or not right there. Yeah.
0: If Chase Elliott wins this race this week, I'm going to meet this hunter guy. (laughs) I'm going to try to find this almanac. He better lock that thing up. Yeah. There's going to be some people coming for it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but if you notice, right below Hunter, mm-hmm. who's that next name that, on the board?
1: That is you. That, that is, is me. Jay. And who's
0: right below me?
1: That'd be HR.
0: That's right. That's right. You hear that, HR? <laughs> You're below me.
1: Yeah. I just put it... That. I noticed you two were tied, but he, you had the better finish, so that's yeah. why I put him in front of you. Well, There's I figured no...
0: I didn't know if you did that or if it was just the, the, the program yeah. did that well, just Well, I'm trying because... to
1: retune the, the program from where the playoffs started because yeah. it's kind of messing up right now. So I just did all those last week. Just manually, but...
0: Okay. Well, I figured since yeah. me and him both had one top ten, one top five with yeah. our picks last week. and then you week, had
1: second, and then he had fifth. So I just, the, yeah, yeah. The,
0: both of us had zero wins. The only thing that it could go off of that mm-hmm. was different was the average finish, which yeah. Yeah. off of one race, I had yeah. a second, he had a fifth. So yeah. that's why I, I got bumped ahead of him. But mm-hmm. he has picked Kyle Larson. Mm-hmm. That makes me a little nervous. Yeah, I didn't tell him that yet. <laughs> He'll hear it right here, but... That makes me a little nervous. But, like I said, with Larson winning last week... He can take it easy. He can kind of take it easy. And I went with Christopher Bell, Mm -hmm. who kind of had a shit race last week. He's going to need one. Yeah.
1: And he's in the right car to do it.
0: With Bristol coming up, Bristol's... It's kind of like a Daytona Talladega. I mean, it's just throw darts at the wall because there's going to be so many wrecks. It's such a short track. Tempers get flaring. You never know what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. Kansas is going to determine who makes it to the next round and who don't, I feel like. Mm-hmm. Because you got guys at the bottom of these playoffs, right around this bubble area, like Bubba mm-hmm. and Bell. But they're both in Toyotas, and Toyotas run good, so now is their chance to get it if they're going to get it. So I think they're going to be pushing really hard uh, to get this win, mm-hmm. to go ahead and lock themselves into the next round. Yeah, Or get as many points playoff stage points as I can so that's why I went with Christopher Bell mm-hmm. Good um, but like you said there's a lot a lot of Toyotas on that board there's what three people took Bell one two three four five six seven Denny Hamlin yeah. we got one Kevin Harvick pick O'Brien, I don't know, I don't know. He's one of my dark horses, but yeah, he wants.
1: That sounds like he just wants him to win. Yeah, get, get a get a win in his last season. <laughs> he's just rooting for that.
0: <laughs> yeah, we got a couple true X's, we got a few Reddicks, mm-hmm. yeah, um, yep. couple Byron's.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I think those were auto picked, but Probably, uh, yeah. Byron, I, I would not. Byron's done pretty Byron, good everywhere he's went Byron's this year, fast. so they would not surprise me. Mm-hmm. You know, that's just another one of them Chevys. I don't look for it to happen, but he's yeah, he always finds
1: his way up. There. It could happen.
0: So we'll see. And there's another thing I noticed on this board. Mike R is not in the basement.
1: That's what I noticed. That <laughs> that's crazy. That guy's been in the basement
0: all year long. He yeah. almost had 500 points, which is I mean, you almost have to try to get 500 oh, yeah. points. It's hard.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: It's like try to pick the last place guy every week. I mean that might be easy yeah, It's like
1: but... picking McLeod every week and yeah. seeing what happens. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Basically <laughs> Yeah, and Paul is not in the basement anymore. Paul's making a run at this thing. Yeah. You know, somebody somebody in our text groups earlier this year, I think it was after the second or third race, Paul just poor Paul, he just dropped to the very bottom and I've never met Paul. Mm-hmm. You know, Justin knows Paul. He says he's a great guy, but he just dropped all the way to the bottom and somebody was like Paul sucks. <laughs> it's like, man, poor Paul. He ain't even in here, man. <laughs> he, just, he couldn't catch a break. And so I'm kind of rooting for Paul <laughs> a little bit, and he's yeah. making a run at it. Yeah, he's, he's up to 15th, good, good, good. even though he fell a couple spots this past week. Yeah, yeah. Um, some big movers and big losers. I think you got more big losers mm-hmm. than you got big big gains. Cause mm-hmm. you got, I gained three spots. Earl gained three spots. Brian with four. Jerry with four. Tony with four. Yep. Jeff C. with three. But Joe T, he's been leading this thing for a long time, Mm -hmm. and he dropped five spots. Hunter took the lead. Joe T dropped five spots, but I'm telling you, watch out for Joe T. He's not done. He's coming back up there. Hunter, he's going to kind of float. I don't know. I'm going to make this prediction right now. The only way Hunter's winning this is if he really does have that almanac. Okay cuz he's got three or four guys that are just gunning for him. Mm-hmm. I know I'm gunning for him. Yeah. Of course I'm gunning for HR too. HR's yeah. gunning for me and he's gunning for Hunter. Mm-hmm. And I'm in the same boat, but but Joe T, he just seems like a man on a mission this year. Yeah. And I've looked to see who he still has available. He's got a lot of good picks available. Yeah. So he is if yes. he puts them in the right place, he's still going to be tough to beat even though he dropped five or six spots.
1: Mm-hmm. Um
0: and then you got Poor Mama Lou. Yeah, that's that's rough. She's been all over the board this year. She started out in the basement. Mm -hmm. No, let me take that back. She started out towards the top. Her Mm -hmm. first few races, she was up there, and then she just dropped. I think she dropped to like twenty third, and then she moved right back up Mm -hmm. to where I I think she was top five.
1: Yeah, I think so. And then
0: she she kind of hovered there for a couple of weeks, and then Mm -hmm. she's she lost some steam. She lost some yeah. momentum. She dropped.
1: Last week was rough or... Eight spots. I
0: think she took Bowman. Yeah, I think and, so. And uh, so his his antics caused her. Yeah. A lot of spots. Yeah. But the good thing is that was only one week. The points are still close. Mm. So if you've got a good a good week, you can still make up a lot of yeah. a lot of ground quickly. Yeah. Um. But you want to do it quick. You know, because after a few races, some points are gonna get spread out. You can still move up, but it just won't move up as fast. Yeah. You know, you won't you won't jump up four spots all the time. Hmm. So, so we'll see what happens with that. Hunter's got the chase Elliott. That's my big thing with this. Let's see if he. Yeah. See how that goes. Yeah. Let's see if he really does have that almanac. And I'm. So right now, for me, with this, uh, with this league. I'm trying to reel in Hunter, and I feel good about it because he's mm. got Elliott and I've got Bell at yeah. Kansas. I, I feel good about who I'm chasing down, but HR's got Larson, and that kind of worries me a little bit. So Yeah, that is worrying. You know, I don't know. Back and here. then Josh is only one point below us. He's got Hamlin.
1: Yeah.
0: It's it's going to get crazy. Yeah.
1: He's got six wins on the season, so he knows what he's doing When more than not, so yeah
0: it's going to be an interesting race
1: but you're only eight points behind being the leader so yeah that'd be pretty pretty cool to see
0: yeah I'd uh, I wouldn't mind being in top spot <laughs> for, for, a for a little bit little yeah bit. I mean I don't expect it to stay there <laughs> yeah. I'm trying to be realistic about this thing you know I'm, I'm up against Joe T who's just been knocking it out of the park all year and then you got Hunter with the almanac so if I can sneak into that top spot for a week or so
1: mm-hmm. I'll be happy with that yeah. as
0: long as I stay ahead of HR yeah, that's that's my goal. I don't care if I finish tenth, as long as HR finishes eleventh or worse. That's <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> That's what I'm, that's what I'm looking for and hoping for. So, mm-hmm. good luck to everybody in the league this week. I think we're all gonna need it. Um, we'll see what happens.
1: Yeah, It'll uh, be a good race. Yeah,
0: we'll talk about it next week. Talk about who crashed and who got mad. And maybe we might see might see some a little bit of drama who knows yeah so one thing we talked about when you were last in here a long time ago mm-hmm. um you're you're into the eye racing thing now so yeah. how, how's that going for you Are it's you going enjoying pretty it? all right
1: yeah i'm doing a little league every monday a little mm-hmm. dirt race every monday third in the points but still don't have a win. Oh, they're
0: keeping points on it yeah third
1: okay. in the points but That's... no win i'm surrounded by like all these people with wins, but I'm right there with no wins, so, but, yeah, we'll see how that goes. Just gotta and, get and you're all... in the late rate, late stages of the race. Yeah. Start falling see, back right there, so.
0: Learning to adjust with the track.
1: Yeah, yeah. And they've been starting it a lot slicker than they used to, so. Oh, yeah? Yeah, they usually were, start with a fresh track, now they're doing like a 35% wear on the track at before qualifying, so it's like, it gets, you know, it's pretty slick, but. Just got to adjust to it and learn how to drive on a slicker track. But it's really fun. Something to do, you know. Yeah. While you know, so it's not bad.
0: So on your, in your iRacing league, mm-hmm. you are, every week you're racing on dirt,
1: right? Mm-hmm. Yep.
0: And you race on Monday nights. Yeah. At a different track every week. Mm-hmm. But you alternate.
1: Yeah, we one, alternate between sprints and late models. Yeah.
0: So one week you'll run late models, the next mm-hmm. week you'll run a sprint, then yeah. you're back to late models, back to sprint. Yeah. Okay. For up to me, it'd be
1: like modified late model. I'm not a sprint car fan, but yeah. yeah. They're sensitive, ain't they? They're, They're touchy. They're very sensitive.
0: <laughs> but they fast.
1: They're very fast. Oh yeah. <laughs> but, whew, I don't know. They just you gotta be so, you know, you can barely move that wheel, or a lot's gonna happen.
0: So Steer it with the throttle.
1: Yeah. Yep, yep. That's what I've been doing. Yeah.
0: that's takes some getting used to, I'm it sure. It does, yeah. I've never done mm-hmm. it on the I race, and I've never drove a sprint car. I'd love to drive a sprint car. I think that'd yeah. be freaking awesome. Mm-hmm. But it would definitely take some getting used to. Oh, yeah. You know, so much power. The car is so light.
1: Yeah. When you drive those fast sprint cars, those 410 sprints, Mm-hmm. It is crazy. Yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah you, I mean, you hit that
1: gas a little bit, I mean, you'll just do a wheelie, and you've got to really be easy on the throttle, and it's pretty cool to do, though. Yeah.
0: yeah. So how much adjustments on the car can you do in that iRacing?
1: Uh, well, on the open setup races, you can do just about, I mean, you can do all the suspension, your gear ratios, how much fuel you put in the car. I mean, you can do so much different stuff on that, like, I haven't really gotten too much into it because mm-hmm. it's you know just a bit over my head right now. Yeah. So I don't know all the particulars, but there is a lot of settings you can adjust on every different wheel, you know, different suspension, you know. Oh yeah. So you can adjust it just like a real car. Yeah, you can. But a lot of people just buy setups, which sucks. But a yeah. lot. It would be cool if everyone just kind of did their own setups. But a lot of people, there's a some few, you know, bigger name drivers in like the Pro Series who own like a shop where they sell their setups so really people just buy them and race them and they're fast yeah (laughs) they don't just sell you know any regular setup it's fast fast as it gets pretty much so Hmm. that'd be pretty cool on that so
0: Hmm.
1: pretty cool but it's like twenty dollars a track and that's just you know that's too much for me to dish out every on every track it's a bit ridiculous
0: to buy the setup or to buy the track just
1: the the, the track itself is twelve dollars and then on top of that, you have to buy a twenty dollars setup if you're going to race the open setup races. Holy so, smokes! Oh, so yeah, you it's, could be—it's ridiculous.
0: Before you know it, you're forty dollars into oh, one yeah. race. Mm-hmm. And, now, can you win anything doing this? I mean, is this just all for pride, just experience, just having fun, in my or can or you just win, win like in money general. prizes?
1: In my specifically, anything,
0: or? anything. The
1: pro league is. I think it's like 30 different. They race the super late models every Monday as well. And it's broadcasted by iRacing themselves. And I think it's like 300, 200, 100 purse every, re, every week for the top okay. three. And then it's $10,000 to the season winner. Really? So you can win some pretty good money if you're good at it. But hmm. that's the best of the best, though.
0: So That's pretty cool. Yeah, it's pretty cool. How long does that season go on? Just Or do you know?
1: I'm not sure. It's it's probably about 20 races, 24 races.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: It's not too long, but it's pretty cool, though. Yeah. But, you know, it's the same two guys who usually win all the time. It gets like kind of boring. In your league? Just, not in my league. In oh, this, you're in, this, about... in the pro series with the okay. $10,000 championship. It's like the same two guys who win all the time. So it's the of same two guys that are boring.
0: selling the... Uh... yeah. Yeah, the setups. Same two
1: guys with their name on the shop. Yeah, they they win a
0: lot. Uh, And the only one who (laughs) I see where we're going here. (laughs) The only one who's been winning recently that's
1: not a part of those two uses their setups. So, yeah, Hmm. they know what they're doing, and they're winning good money doing it.
0: Well, (laughs) so I guess if you're if you're doing that, why why stop? Right? Yeah. Keep on. I know they
1: race in real life, but. I mean, with the three hundred dollar win every week, and you're going to win ten thousand dollars at the end of the season. I mean, why not just do that every Monday too, while you're at it, right? <laughs> yeah, and you're selling all those setups on top of it. I mean,
0: hmm.
1: I can't blame them for doing that.
0: No, no, I'd like to get into that. I think it's something that I'm going to try to get into. Yeah, it's fun sometimes as soon as I can, you know, get this get the
1: hmm.
0: get the setup and all that, get the wheel and the and the pedals and and the whole you know the gaming system for it yeah yeah i wouldn't mind doing that yeah, yeah especially during cool. the winter time when you got because i'm mm. you know of course when the weather's good i'm out doing a lot of stuff like a lot of people are but yeah when it's winter time i think i could spend hours on that thing. oh
1: yeah you definitely can i mean and they have every different type of series so if you get bored with the dirt you can go race arca cars or xfinity cars
0: i, mean, I didn't know anybody could ever get cars. bored with the dirt <laughs> yeah that's no, the only I know. place to race right? i know <laughs>
1: <laughs> but if you do, for some crazy reason, yeah, you can race, I mean, formula cars, road courses on just like Miatas. I mean, they got everything. So yeah. it's pretty cool.
0: You know, there's an old saying, and I'm, I'm pretty sure people still say it, but dirt's for racing and asphalt's for getting there. Yeah, I've heard so, that. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. They use the asphalt on the street. Yeah. We race on the dirt. So and I'm a firm believer. You know, yeah. I've yeah. never raced on an it's asphalt It's definitely track. harder
1: to race the dirt. Uh, on oh, i racing. I mean, I have obviously no real life experience, but well,
0: my suggestion to you if the if the races are starting with a very slick track, I'd start at the bottom, mm. work your way up with the track. Yeah. You know, cuz the track tends to the, the groove tends to go upward. Mm-hmm. You know, that's why late in the race, if you're watching a, a dirt race on TV or something, yeah, you see a lot all of guys, wall, just... they're all running really high, especially towards the end of the race because mm-hmm. that cushion, all them marbles, all them dirt that mm-hmm. they've been kicking up off those wheels are going up there towards the high side mm-hmm. of the track, right? So that's their cushion.
1: Yeah.
0: And, you know, a lot of guys driving on the low end of the track because that's the shortest way around the track, all those cars down there dries that part of the track yep. out. And then as the track dries, it becomes black and gets slick yeah it's like driving on ice so now Mm. you're looking for traction yeah traction's where the moisture is so Mm. keep moving up just half a lane at a time keep your right rear tire in that in that grip yeah keep that left rear tire in the dry Mm. that's that's where you get some speed but Mm. i'm no expert so no yeah (laughs) that's that's definitely what you gotta do i'm
1: just pretty bad at knowing when exactly the lane is going out until i see that guy coming up on me and i'm like oh by the time i notice it's going out the guy's already going around me and then i gotta
0: do you have a rear view on that yeah keep an eye on him yeah you know keep an eye on him it says if if he's getting closer and closer move up to his line that way you're going to force him to adjust because he's because then then he is used to that line Mm -hmm. but now you've moved up into it and in order for him to get around you he has to change his line so he's got to go up higher where it's maybe a little bit slicker wetter or he's got to go down low where it's drier mm. slicker you know yeah. force him to force yeah. him to move around see what the, see what that does for you yeah. you know yeah, who knows can't hurt to try right
1: yeah yeah definitely got to give that it a might
0: work day. it might not if it don't you keep it just mm. yeah so let's talk about something else here we've got we've got a few more minutes so i know you've got a uh a little toy car and I I say a toy car it's a hobby car it's just a a street car that you've just been working on you know making Mm -hmm. it making it yours um you've pieced it together you've Mm. went halfway across the midwest to get an engine and a a body and 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 all this stuff for this car
1: a hodgepodge of every state put into this thing
0: I think where'd you go Wisconsin to get the car Wisconsin
1: for the car Cincinnati for for the engine
0: yeah um it's a fast little car. Mm-hmm. It's tore apart right now. Mm-hmm. Is it still tore apart right now? Yeah. Okay. I know you're busy with other things going on, but yeah. um, I know when you had it together, would you have twin turbos in it? Mm-hmm. It was pretty fast. Oh yeah. It was pretty quick. fast. <laughs> <laughs> it was it's pretty a fun quick. Little car for sure. It's it probably threw me back in the seat yeah. harder than anything else that I've yeah. ever ridden in.
1: It surprises people cuz yeah. especially people like you who are like, "Oh, you know, it's a little import car, whatever." What 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 is it? It's a Toyota Supra. It's a 1987 Toyota Supra or 88 Toyota Supra. Yeah. But the bigger the 90s ones are more well known, so I got to make it known that it's not one of those cuz those are like $50,000. Gotcha. Mine is not one of those, but <laughs> it is fast uh-huh. like one of those, but
0: so And the engine is a It's
1: a 1JZ GTE, so it's a twin-turbo, inline-six, two-and-a-half-liter engine, but very reliable, like, build quality, and it's very fast.
0: It works very quick. revs
1: really high. Yeah. It's a fun car.
0: Mm-hmm. And lately, you've been talking about...
1: Yeah, been talking about selling it uh-huh. so I can get into dirt racing in real life. Yeah. So... Cause that's something that just seems a lot more fun to do something to do something to, you know, cause my car is fun and it's great, but I think it'd just be funner to load the car up every week and or every other week, whenever they race and, you know, give it a shot in real life cause it's fun to do on the iRacing. I mean, I know it's going to be nothing like it, but I'm at least learning the concepts of like throttle control and,
0: mm-hmm.
1: you know, getting around other people. And yeah, so that'd be fun to do.
0: Well, when you're racing on dirt, don't ever just slam the gas. Yeah, you're not, you're not, you're not going to go anywhere. Yeah. <laughs> um, there, there's also another saying that you have to treat the throttle like you have an egg underneath it. Mm. So when you're when you're getting back on the throttle, you can do it fast, but you don't want to just stomp it because yeah. then you're going to bust the egg, right? So you want to slowly start getting back on that throttle, and as you as as you start getting in there, you can you can speed up with with pressing that throttle down mm-hmm. so you want to make sure your rear tires are gripping you know yeah. to get the forward bite versus the side bite mm-hmm. i've noticed with those faster cars on racing, you definitely gotta be really easy on that throttle yes so and and you want to race the track you don't really want to race the other drivers you find yeah. your groove where mm-hmm. you're you're fast on that track mm-hmm. and don't worry really about what everybody else around you is doing because if yeah. you're fast you'll catch them yeah you'll, you'll pass them
1: mm-hmm.
0: um you know, that was my, the first race that I ever won at mm-hmm. Brownstown. That's, it wasn't a feature, but yeah. uh, it was, I think it was like a, I feel like it was a 30 car concie, you know, but uh, <laughs> yeah, it, I was running, I started fifth or sixth row. I don't remember where I was at, but I just remember I was just, I was just driving. I was focusing on my driving because mm-hmm. at the time I was still learning. Yeah, and I wasn't focused on what these guys around me were doing. I was watching the leader. Mm-hmm. The leader happened to be a friend of mine. Who ran the same car number, you know? So we pitted together. Mm-hmm. We we, you know, we we'd help each other out, and he was he started on the front. And I just noticed lap after lap, I'm watching to see where he's at, but I'm focusing on me. Yeah. Am I falling back or am I gaining? That's all I'm really doing. Yeah, I'm not yeah. really focused on who's around me right now because mm-hmm. when we started the race, I think he was a whole straightaway ahead of me.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, but he had a pretty fast car, you know. Um, I had a I had a smaller engine than he did, but he he had a pretty fast car. But and I noticed after a few laps, he was only half a straightaway ahead of me. Mm -hmm. I just kept doing what I was doing. Then after a few more laps, he's only a couple car lengths in front of me. Mm -hmm. So I just kept focusing on what I'm doing. Next thing I know, I'm right on his bumper. Mm -hmm. I'm running third. I mean, and then we ran three or four laps where me, him, and another guy, I mean, we we could have come out of turn four, three wide. We go into turn one, we're still three wide. Mm -hmm. We ran like that for three or four laps. I mean... There were some laps that I, That I'm sorry, I take that back. That was not the first race that I won, but that was the first race that I got a taste of being up front. Yeah. And it's different once you get up front, you know. It's mm-hmm. it's a total different mindset, you know, because the first time I was up front, I kind of freaked out a little bit. I'm like, what do I do now, you know? <laughs> I've been trying this whole time to get up here. Now what do I do? Yeah. <laughs> do I play defense? Do I, yeah. I? You know, I didn't know. So it's a totally different mindset that you mm. have to have and and prepare yourself for but um, yeah. Um, my advice to you as, a, as your dad mm-hmm. as someone who's done it before talking to someone who hasn't done it before and my dad said the same thing to me when I was in your position was mm-hmm. um, because my dad wanted me to get the street car that you could just tinker with whenever you had time, whenever you wanted to, Mm. versus the race car, because he raced when he was younger, you know, so he knew the work that involved and the ups and downs, both Mm. money-wise, emotionally, all that stuff that comes with it. It's a lot of work. Um, Whereas the car you got now, you can tinker with it when you want to, Mm. um, versus... The race car. If you're racing for points, sometimes you gotta get out there in that yeah, garage, gotta, and you gotta you gotta be busting your knuckles until two mm-hmm. in the morning to try and get this yeah. thing going, and still get up for work the next morning. You know. So I mean, <laughs> there's there's a lot of nights like that, but at the, oh, uh-oh. oh, getting a call. Well,
1: we'll just mute
0: that for now. Um, <laughs> but at the same time, I wouldn't steer anybody away from it either. You know, if that's something you want to do. Mm-hmm. Go for it, you know. Yeah. Of course, I'd help you any way I can. You know, yeah. you got quite a few people here that would help you any way we can. Yeah. Give you any advice and stuff like that, but uh, mm. that's how I learned how to work on cars. Yeah. Of course, I can't learn on stuff like what you're doing because I don't know these imports, these computer, yeah, computer cars. Yeah. I can't do any of that, but um, like the basic this is an engine this is a rear end transmission stuff yeah, like that yeah. I can work on all that kind of stuff but and that's how I learned to do it by getting in there and you know dad showing me this or that and mm-hmm. you know I blew up numerous motors in my day <laughs> but I but I was learning Yeah. and you know, and, it, you know yeah. it I learned how to add power I learned how to drive it I learned how to read the track a little bit mm-hmm. um, so all them things just by doing it even if you don't win and you're yeah. never, you're not going to win any money at it. I'm going to tell you that right <laughs> <Yeah>. now. <laughs> I don't expect it's, to. <laughs> it's a, it's a, it's a losing game as far as money goes, unless mm. you're the big time and you're and you're winning quite a bit. And you, yeah. you, never know, you could be there too. So, um. But you make the friends you make while you're doing it would be people mm. that you would never, never meet by not doing it. You know what yeah. I mean? You know, I made tons of friends, tons of stories i just yeah. had a blast doing it so yeah. um and you may look at options as far as not selling you the car that you're working on your your supra yeah you've got options you know Got, you've got options. Gotta keep all your options open look at yeah. everything before right. you decide on anything but yeah. have fun with no matter what you're doing with it yeah you know but um so anyway enough of being dad there for a minute let's talk more <laughs> about racing there's um there's a couple of big races going on this weekend. That um, I know you've heard of the World 100, right? Mm-hmm. Eldora, that's going on this weekend. Mm-hmm. Uh, I believe the big show is tomorrow. I've never been to the World 100. Mm-hmm. You know, in all my years of watching dirt racing and actually doing dirt racing, I've never been to Eldora. So that's definitely on my bucket list. Yeah. I'd like to get up there and see that. But that's kind of a big party at the same time, yeah. which I'm okay with that. But um, I've just never had the opportunity to go with work schedules and and stuff like that. But the World 100 is this weekend, the biggest, best dirt late model race Mm. ever.
1: I've been keeping up with those bigger name
0: late model races just because it's fun to watch. Oh, yeah. It'll be
1: fun to watch and see what
0: happens. Mm -hmm. And Eldora is just a track that you don't have to let off the throttle. I mean, you're just balls out all the way around. (laughs) Hammer down try to stay clear of everything and hope like best that you have brought run what you brung and hope you brung enough you know Mm -hmm. so that race is going on this weekend that's going to be a big one and one that i have went to quite often is the uh, world figure eight championships now i know a lot of people don't even know what a figure eight race is and i know hr me and hr used to go to a lot of figure eight races together Mm -hmm. um and we went to this race, the World 300, which is actually, no, I'm sorry, not the World 300. It is the World Championships. It is a three-hour endurance race. Yeah. Uh, figure eight, but you know they're, they call them outlaw cars, which is basically do what you want with it. It looks like a dirt late model. I'm sorry. It looks like a dirt modified. Yeah. yeah. But it is pretty much equivalent to a dirt late model. Um, yeah. These guys got a lot of money in their cars, a lot of money in the motors, and they're running it through an intersection twice per lap. <laughs> that's crazy to me. Yeah. Putting <laughs> that much money into
1: it just to run it through an intersection every twice a lap this mm-hmm. is crazy.
0: And <laughs> it's almost guaranteed you're going to see a couple good wrecks oh, yeah. at the World Championships. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's in Indianapolis at the Speed Drome. It's a very small track, um, but it packs a lot of excitement. So I've been up there numerous times. That one's also happening tomorrow that i don't i don't think i'll get to go to that i was hoping i could but i don't think i'm going to be able mm-hmm. to with everything going on but um just two big races that usually they usually fall on the same night which yeah kind of sucks because then you have to choose between the two yeah i want to get to eldora but i really don't want to miss the figure eight race either because yeah. that is i'm going to tell anybody out there listening that's never been to this race I'm talking about the figure eight race, the World Championships. It is the greatest spectacle in racing. I would have to say that. I've seen yeah, sprint car I races. I've been to sprint car races. I've been to late model races. All except for the World 100. I don't. I've never been to any big time sprint races, and I'm not dogging sprint cars or late models. I love them both. I mean, they are. them drivers have the biggest balls of everybody I've yeah. ever ever seen. In a car, you know, mm. they got to have a passenger seat just to hold, <laughs> yeah. just to hold them, you know, but this figure eight race is the most exciting spectacle in all of racing, just because they're driving through an intersection,
1: Yeah,
0: you know, and if you've never seen it, you think of an intersection, every intersection <laughs> you've ever been on in the street it has a red light or a stop sign. These do not
1: No. Nope.
0: <laughs> you do whatever you got to do to get to the other side
1: mm-hmm. and that's it. <laughs> Yeah. You know,
0: hope you make the right decision because in, in three hours, I've seen some of these races go 500 laps. Yeah. That's crazy. 500 laps in three hours. Now, you go through an intersection twice per lap, you're doing a thousand times through an intersection. Full bore. <laughs> and these guys are racing for 20 grand. Yeah. This is this weekend, they're racing for 20,000. Now, I've, um,. The biggest one I went to, I think it was the 35th anniversary or the 30th anniversary of it. They were racing for 30 or 35 thousand dollars. Yeah. Um, but these guys, it's crazy. It's crazy what they do, and once you see one, you'll be hooked. <laughs> I can promise you that. So, uh, I just wanted to say hey, you know, World 100, World Championships. World 100 in Eldora, World Championships in Indianapolis, both happening tomorrow. Um, if you're going to them, have fun. Mm-hmm. Hope your driver wins. Um, it's going to gonna be a ball. It's going to be you know? crazy. And you've never been to the World Championships, have you? No. <laughs> well, we're going to have to get you up there next <laughs> yeah. year. Uh, that's that's amazing. Yeah. You will not believe. And I know you, you can look that one up on on. YouTube, there's Mm -hmm. plenty of clips of that. Yeah. Um, Yeah, it's 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 definitely gotta
1: see it because figure eight races are fun to watch. From what I can remember at the sports drone, but.
0: Mm Mhm. Yeah. Well, I've watched figure eight racing all my life. Yeah. I've had friends that did it. um, You know, cheer for certain drivers over the years, and you know you just once you're into that it's it's you're hooked you know forever so and and i love dirt racing i love dirt racing more than just about anything but i think the only thing that tops dirt racing for me is a figure eight race Mm -hmm. a really good one you know you know some of them that they'll you might have seven cars that run 20 laps and it's kind of boring because they don't really do nothing but when these guys the first i'm telling you the first hour of this world championships These guys are going four wide, both directions. I don't know how the hell they're getting across there. I don't know how the hell they're looking at each other saying, what are you doing? What are you doing, Neo? They just, (laughs) it's just go. go. And um, the first time I went up there, me and HR went up there. um, What's his name? The uh, the guy, he was on TV. His name's Jesse James. He builds the, the, uh, you know, the motorcycles, Mm -hmm. the, the custom bikes and stuff. He was, he had a show where he built a figure eight car, you know, Mm -hmm. and he had this uh, buddy that was helping him out. His name was Barefoot Billy or something like that. And they were out in California. Yeah. They came all the way to Indianapolis to run this race. So Jesse James was in the first world championship race that I went to. Oh, really? Yeah. (laughs) And he did, he did pretty decent, you know, Hmm. I mean, he did not hesitate a bit. I thought, y'all, this TV guy, he's going to, he's out here with the best in the world. He's going to he's going to hesitate, he's going to stop at the intersection, yeah. we're going to make fun of him. He did not.
1: <laughs> he, he
0: was a badass, I, yeah. I'll tell you that, yeah. he was a badass. So He didn't win, He was, uh, but he did pretty good. And that world championship is, everybody that brings a car is going to get in the feature. They start with, I think it's 25, 25 cars, 20 or 25 cars like a normal feature does. But like let's say there's 40 cars at the show. The other 20 are alternates. So mm-hmm. if somebody somebody gets clipped in the intersection and blows a tire, right, they got to go into pits and change his tire. As soon as they go into pits, first alternate comes out on the track. So there's always 20 That's to 25 cool. cars on the track. Yeah. Now the guy that popped his tire, he can come back on the track because he was one of the originals that started. Oh. So now you have 21 cars on the track. Oh, okay, I see. Next guy, he has a problem, he's got to go off track, alternate comes in. The other guy that had trouble can also come back in. Now we got 22 cars, that's so it's crazy. very possible you can get 45 cars on this yeah. little bitty track running a figure eight race. It's crazy, <laughs> absolutely crazy. But oh, well, enough about that. That's my that's, spiel yeah. on the figure eight. It's 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 incredible, and that's yeah. going on tomorrow. You know, World 100 also tomorrow. Um, I'm sure there's going to be a lot of people out there to that. There's always packed house at the World 100. So. That's about all I've got for this thing. You got anything? Mm. I was going to ask if you've seen any of
1: those NASCAR classics that got on the NASCAR website.
0: No. They,
1: they got like free to watch like the like pretty good races from like any time in history. Yeah. It's pretty cool. I've been watching some of those like Some of the old school. Yeah. They got like Earnhardt at Bristol spinning out Terry Labonte Yeah. Rattling yeah. his cage. Uh-huh. They got That's
0: an iconic know, moment. Yeah. yeah.
1: They, they got a little bit of everything. They got like Harvick's when that year, when he his rookie year, or whatever, mm-hmm. like he won a race, he won they Atlanta. got that, yeah, yeah. They got a little bit of everything. It's pretty cool to see. Do
0: they got any of the old school like Richard Petty races? Oh yeah,
1: they got some 60s, 70s. They got that's a little bit awesome. of everything. That's when all the way up to like Ross Chastain last year at Martinsville. I mean, they have like okay. a little bit of everything. So that's That's cool. pretty cool to see. You definitely go check it out.
0: Well, While you're watching those, take mm-hmm. note of the cars through yeah. the years. That's you what, know what, yeah, that's... like how what all they've done with safety and how they've changed the cars mm-hmm. and because you gotta and I don't think a lot of people really understand where these cars came from and where yeah. they're at now because way back in the day like when Richard Petty was racing in the mm-hmm. 60s these cars were just a shell Yeah, they were a body an engine and four tires and a driver with an open faced <laughs> helmet a driver's yeah, seat that was crazy. just ripped straight out of the, the, the actual car you yeah. know I mean it's, it, it's <laughs> yeah. not it's probably in there bouncing around with the driver as he's driving around the track, it's crazy. That is crazy. And, and these guys were just, and you see these guys flipping over, they're mm. having hard wrecks. It's like, how did these guys survive these yeah. things? But that's when men were men, you know. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's crazy. It's, it's... I, I kind of wish it was back the way it was back then, you know, yeah. now, just because it was so cool. So yeah. cool to watch. Yeah. So, And I came up when it was like in the mid-80s is when I started watching NASCAR. Uh-huh. It was. They were still pretty basic cars back then. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, those old school races are just. It's
1: cool to see because you get a little bit of like what you. I get to see like what you watched and then like what the little bits I remember from when I was younger, like, you know, just like the early 2000s, early to late two thousand stuff. Yeah. So it's pretty cool to see. Yeah.
0: Yeah. It's pretty cool. So. Yeah. The what you know, like I said, everything that they've been through, where they were, mm-hmm. where they are now, the drivers, how the drivers were so different, and you know but yeah
1: keep yeah. watching them I think
0: you're gonna learn a lot just by watching them old school races you know yeah. so <laughs> but that's all we've got for this episode thank you for yep. stepping in and joining no problem in the podcast um, next week we'll be talking about Kansas and all the drama that mm-hmm. entails that and we'll be looking forward to Bristol because we are we are going to Bristol so, that's going to be exciting. Oh, before we go, mm-hmm. I was supposed to give Justin another clue as to where we're taking him. Oh, yeah? Yeah, because after Bristol, we're going to take him somewhere. <laughs> it's it's kind of a surprise. He don't know where we're going yet. Yeah. And I don't know if I've told you where we're going. Mm-mm. Well, after we get off the air, I'll yeah. tell you where we're going. It's uh, it's nothing that you can bring home with you, but, uh, you know, it's just a cool place to go.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Just a, a place to say that you've been there, and it's pretty damn cool. So... I gave him a clue last week of bagpipes. Mm. This week, I'm going to give him the clue of moonshine. Mm. And I'm going to see if he can figure this out before we go yeah. to Bristol. So, bagpipes and moonshine. That's his... Uh, <laughs>
1: mm. it sounds like a fun time. <laughs> yeah, that's... Uh,
0: I don't know if he'll be able to figure that out, but yeah, it'll be fun to watch him try, right? Yeah, so, yeah. But that's all we got for this week. Uh, like I said, next week, we'll be talking about Kansas happenings looking forward to bristol probably one of the best races of the years bristol night race so wherever wherever you're going to watch the races at this week hope you have a good time be safe take somebody new with you like i said you know to mm-hmm. see somebody going to the racetrack for the first time, watch their expression is is it's priceless. Mm-hmm. You know the questions they ask and the the excitement that you see in their faces is is, is yeah. amazing. So take somebody new, have a good time. Hope your driver wins, and we will talk to you next week. Right All in right. the face. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Got to put that in there, old Justin ain't here. <laughs>